This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. The key to using to-do lists effectively. So using to-do lists effectively. Some people call them reminders lists. I'm just going to call them to-do lists because it's all about what you have to do. So the first thing that always comes up when I talk about any app, any strategy when it comes to productivity is, okay, let's talk about apps versus print or notebooks. So I was thinking as I was preparing for this episode, what are some pros and cons both for apps and for print, specifically for to-do lists? So here's a couple pros for the apps. First of all, we take our smartphones everywhere with us. You can access the internet. Of course, you can take pictures and videos. You can call people. You can play music. So we always have our smartphones with us, and that's why I recommend you use an app. Plus, if you're like me and you are challenged with spelling, when you are entering a task on an app, your device will fix it. In most cases, it gets it right. Which So when you go back and read it later, you're like, uh, you don't have to worry about reading your own handwriting. You can also speak to enter tasks. Now, I find this very useful. If you are someplace where it's not conducive to type, maybe you're on a train or plane or you know, riding horseback, I don't know, it'd be a lot easier for you just to speak to enter the task. Plus, with an app, you can have the ability to set notifications. So I always say if you, if you create a to-do, but you don't create a notification for it, did you really set a to-do? <laughs> Think about that for a moment. Now, to be sure, not all to-dos require notifications. I'm going to be talking about shopping lists in just a few minutes, but if you're creating a shopping list, it's probably not conducive for you to create a notification to get bananas. Unless you are craving bananas, you want to make sure you don't forget bananas, but Typically, you don't do that for shopping lists. But for other things, for other lists I'm going to talk to you about in a few minutes, you need to be able to set up a notification or an alert on your smartphone. Another pro for the app is that you can sync among all your devices because it's cloud-based. So if you're like me and you have an iPhone and an iPad and an iMac, the all the, uh, the reminders or to-dos sync among all the devices. That's really important. And, of course, you can share these. Now, yes, you can share a print list. You can write it again and tear it off and give it to somebody, but it's real easy to do it on an app. Now, I tried really hard to come up with a con for a uh, an app for a to-do list. I had to think really hard for this. I'm like, what could be a con? And the, the only thing that came to my mind, I'm not sure if I spent three, three months coming up with ideas for this, I could come up with more ideas. But if you lose your phone over its damage, well, that's kind of a con, right? However, because your data is synced among all your devices, your data will be saved in the cloud. So you really didn't lose it. So I really don't know. I'm sure there are cons. I can't think of any uh, for having a con for a to-do list app. Now, how about print? Let's talk about the pros and the cons about print. First of all, there's no power needed. But when you're having a to-do list in print, you don't need to have power, which is pretty cool. So what about the cons for print? Well, your notebook could get damaged. 
And then, of course, there's no cloud backups for, for the, uh, the notebook. You always need to have something to write with. Always have to have something to write with. And you have to bring it with you and something to write with wherever you go. Now, we bring our smartphones with us everywhere. If you get called to the emergency room, if you get called to work, if you have to go help a neighbor out, whatever you have to do, you're going to grab your smartphone. If your house is on fire, you're probably going to grab your smartphone. It's just nature. It's part of our bodies. But will you do that if you get called away to emergency room with your print notebook? Will you do that if you have to go to a funeral or to a wedding? Are you going to bring your notebook? And people say, well, well, I'll just use an app then. You don't want to use a hybrid system. You don't want to use the print most of the time and then the app when the print's not easily used. I can't think of the other word I was going to use. And you don't you want to do it the other way either. You don't want to do a use an app most of the time and then print other times. You want to pick one, either app or print, and stick with it. You want to have everything in one place, the power of one. Another con is for print is unlike a smartphone that fits in your pocket, in your purse, or wherever, depending on the size of the notebook you have, is it easily taken wherever you go? I mean, you, maybe you get a composition notebook. Maybe you want one of those uh, notebooks like uh, the old detectives used to have on the old detective shows. I mean, just think about that. How portable. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Portable. I don't edit this, folks. This is all raw because I want it to be authentic. The big takeaway of Con versus print versus app. This is the big takeaway. If you get nothing else from this podcast, this is it. So listen carefully. Five words. You ready? Okay, here we go. Use what works for you. If you prefer an app, use an app. If you prefer a print uh, notebook or whatever, use a print notebook. Don't do what your friend does or your boss does or the everybody, seemingly everybody in the world does. Figure out what works for you and use that. There's no wrong or right answer here. I'm not going to tell you you should use an app. I recommend it, but I'm not going to tell you to use an app because I'm not you. Now, let's talk about lists specifically. The one thing you need to avoid is to have one catch-all list. Now, this is something a lot of people do and they don't even think about it. They just have one list on their smartphone and they just keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. That is chaos. What you need to do is create multiple lists. Now, for example, I already alluded to this shopping list. Now, my wife and I have one shopping list for every store we frequent. Why do we do this instead of having just a shopping list? Because if my wife goes shopping at Walmart, she just opens up the Walmart shopping list. If she goes to Kroger, she opens just the Kroger shopping list. If you just have a shopping list, then you have to go back and forth and go, oh, no, that's Walmart, that's Kroger, that's ATV, that's Randall's. But if you have one list for every store that you frequent, then you just, when you're making your list, you just add the things to the list that the store you're going to buy it at. And when you go to the store, you just open that list. Does that make sense? Now, there's other lists that we have. There's business. Now, there's certain things I have to do with my business certain times of the month, certain times of the week. Okay, so I have business reminders. Then there are personal reminders. This is what, I, this is what my catch-all is. 
For example, I have to, I have a reminder on my to-do list every week to take the garbage out. Now you may say, what, don't you remember? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes, like during Hurricane Harvey, they delayed it for a couple days. So I will forget. So when I know when they're going to have the trash pickup, I put it in my list. I don't want to have to think about things and go, oh yeah, it's every Monday. If I already did it by automation, I just mark it complete. So I have a personal list. And then I have one called bills or financial. Now you can use this even if you have your payment auto debited out of your account, as I do on certain bills. So what I do is the day before it's going to be debited, I say XYZ is going to be debited tomorrow. Why do you do this? This will work if you make $10 million a day or if you make 10 cents a day. This allows you, instead of waiting until you get your bank statement, you realize, hey, you get the reminder, oh, that's right, XYZ comes out tomorrow. It just keeps you informed. Does your to-do list have you overwhelmed? When you join my digital productivity coaching program, you'll learn how to get and stay focused, become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list, experience less overwhelm, and have time to do what you really want to do. Sign up today by clicking the coaching tab at mrproductivity.com. When I get the the notification for the bill and I set the payment up or I know it's going to be auto-debited, I create a reminder the day before just so I know. Life happens, folks. What if you have a certain fund? Some people have a certain checking account that you just pay bills out of. What if you accidentally forgot to transfer funds into that account? In other words, they have a direct deposit account over here, their main, main account over here, but they pay bills out of this account so they don't, you know, they can keep track of their account. Some people do this. What if you forget to transfer the necessary funds to the other account? This reminder would save you for it. Just a tip for you. Another list you can create is for projects. Let's say you're going to redo your kitchen. Well, what do you need to do? You you have to contact the contractor. You have to find um, appliances, what kind of cupboards you want. So instead of keeping all the stuff in your head, you can put it on your project list. Another thing is vacation. I mean, we all go on vacation. Have you ever gone on vacation and forgotten something? Of course you have. So you create a list called vacation, which I would create this as soon as you think you're going to go on vacation. Because guess what happens if you don't go on vacation and you've got this vacation list filled out? Nothing. You just leave it there for the next time you go on vacation. Okay? So if you think you're going to go to Disney World uh, next summer, well, you create a list called Disney World Vacation, whatever the year is. And you just start adding things to the list. Doesn't have to be in any particular order. You could be anal like me and make sure they're all in particular orders. That's me. But you can sit there and say shoes and socks and underwear and cell phones and cell phone chargers and just start creating your list. It's better to do that than two weeks before you leave. So that's the big thing is create multiple lists. Now, everybody asked me, Mark, what apps do you use? What to-do apps do you use? I don't like to answer this question, but I'm going to make an exception with this podcast because so many people asked me that I'm going to tell you. Now, I will tell you two things. Number one, I'm only going to tell you what I've actually used. There are thousands upon thousands of to-do lists in in the various app stores. I haven't used a fraction of them. So I'm going to tell you the ones I use. Also, I will tell you that I'm an iOS Mac user. 
So a few of the things I'm going to tell you I use are only available on iOS and Mac. Don't hate the messenger. This is, it is what it is. So for my to-do list, I like a brand new app called Things 3. It's by a company called Cultured Code. It's not free. If you get the iPhone and the iPad and the Mac version, you will pay $65 for all three apps. I think the um, the iPhone version at the time of this recording is $10. It's $20 for the iPad and $50 for the Mac version. Now, full disclosure, I'm a beta tester. So I after I paid for the $10 iPhone app, because I'm a productivity specialist, they gave me the iPad and the Mac version, and I'm giving them feedback on those devices. I just want to be completely transparent with you. It's a fantastic app. I would pay for this app if I wasn't a beta tester. Another one I'm using is called Fantastical 2. It's by a company called Flexibits. Now, basically, Fantastical 2 is just a better graphical user interface on top of iOS and Mac reminders. So it's a great system for calendars and reminders. It just combines the two and gives you a better interface. But those two are only iOS and Mac. Now, multiple platforms, there's a company called AnyDo. I believe it's any.do, their website is. I'm pretty sure that's on Mac and iOS. There's also Google Keep, which is not just for Android. You can also get this on iOS. I don't like the way it's, it worked. I tried to use it for three months. I didn't like it, but you may like it. Remember, use what you like. Use what works for you. You need to go out, look at these apps, and play around with them. Now, you can't play around with Things 3 and Fantastical because you have to pay for them. But play around with these apps and see if it works. You may find some obscure to-do list app on your app store and go, wow, I love this thing. It may get poor reviews, but it may work for you. That's what matters if it works for you. And of course, you can use Outlook. Outlook has their own uh, to-do list built right in. So the main thing is make sure you have multiple lists. And you can create as many lists as you want. The big ones, obviously, in my mind, are shopping lists, the projects, and the vacation lists. Because I remember, I'm old enough to remember, way before there was an internet, before there was apps, before the smartphones, we used to make a list on paper for vacation. And we still forgot things. But we always started making a list way before we actually needed to make the list. Don't wait until you need it, like I'm going on vacation in two weeks. Start now. If you're going on vacation, if you know you're going on vacation someplace next summer, start your list now and add on to it. What do you need to do? Because some things you're going to think you remember, but you're going to forget. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up absolutely free, just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.